Welcome to the Beautiful Souls Podcast with your host, myself, Danielle Cadwell. I'm an Olympian author, speaker, and coach, and I'm here to dive deeper into all things mindset, manifestation, mission, and yes, some meditation. In 2013, I was an unfit, concussed, and massively self-conscious synchronized swimmer when an opportunity arrived that was well beyond my wildest dreams to begin training for the next Olympic Games. I was terrified. However, I decided to take the biggest leap of my life. I went all in, moving from Canada to Australia and dedicating my life to my sport. On this journey, I made a vow to myself. If I could do it, if I could really make my wildest dreams come true, I would spend the rest of my life sharing what I had learned to help others do the same. So beautiful souls, this podcast is where I fulfill my promise. We'll talk about everything from the energetics of manifestation and the power of self-worth to mindset cultivation and how to step up and into your soul mission. You can think of this time together as kind of like a soul spa, where together we will wash away your fears, massage you with some truth and some love, and spruce you up on the insides with some spirituality. So, are you ready to be rejuvenated from the inside out? Let's dive in. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Beautiful Souls podcast. I am so honored to have an incredible guest here today. Um, This woman has actually been a guest speaker in my program, Reclamation, which is an incredible program that you should absolutely jump into. But this beautiful woman, Dominique Fletcher, is a woman's nurture coach, and she uses mother energy to guide women to discover their inner balance and connect back to their hearts. One of the reasons I wanted to bring her on here today is she has such a powerful story about burnout and something that I believe that almost every woman, if not person in this modern world has dealt with. And so we're going to talk about her story and what led her to where she is now and also lean into how we can create more balance in our life. And I warn you guys, her voice is so yummy and juicy and soft and delicious. You're probably going to feel lulled into like a hypnotic state after this podcast. Oh, well, thank you for such a beautiful introduction. I may be a little bit croaky because I've just woken up, though. <laughs> uh, she's up bright and early for our conversation, which I appreciate. But I'd love to hear, you know, you're in this space now where you help women to really nurture themselves and their nervous system, but that wasn't always your reality. So maybe you could tell us a little bit about what led you to this space and to this passion of what you do. Okay, thank you, my darling. Well, I was the complete polar opposite. Um, growing up, I could not sit still. Um, I was a mobile personal trainer. I was eating on the go. I was I was drinking everything to keep keep me going. Coffee and free workout shakes, and very, very, very on the go, on the go didn't know that my nervous system was so out of balance and I was in fight or flight and that was my coping mechanism in life so let's fast forward to two and a half years ago three years ago when I could barely get out of bed I had two little people to look after like this can't be my reality you know really um not wanting to accept what was happening not wanting to see what was happening and um, the diagnosis after the, the doctors weren't able to help me and weren't able to say there was anything wrong um, was adrenal fatigue and fibro. And so I am still healing from that. And it's a daily surrendering and 
and intuition building with my body that I am doing every day. So that comes with a lot of emotions. And what led me to this point was, was childhood trauma. My mom was, is um, an alcoholic and that really internalized the stories for me from that point of not feeling worthy. So this was my perception. This is how I made up my reality that I wasn't worthy and then I must do, do, do to take up space in this world. And that's where the journey started. And it was very adrenaline pumped. I must do more. I must do more. And, you know, I, I, I give her so much love and compassion right now, my inner child, but she thought that everyone else's needs were more important. And she latched on to stress and adrenaline because that was safe for her. You know, her mom was in and out of hospital, you know, trying to at times commit suicide. It was very adrenaline pumped. So that was my safety. And that's what I searched for. And, you know, when I had my babies, that brought up this incredible trauma um, of that mother wound and wanting to be held and supported and, you know, the, the postnatal depression anxiety just completely knocked me off my feet. But I was always great coping with stress. Mm. I got back and I carried on until my body was like, you're not listening. You are not listening. We want you to, to release yourself from the past and these coping mechanisms. So here we go. Here's our gift to you. Off you go. And from then on, that was it. And what I love helping women so much is because I understand the feelings. I understand the drive we have to get to a point of burnout. Mm -hmm. And I know it's different for everyone. Everyone has a different story and a reason why they're feeling burnt out and why we're attaching to this busyness that society has laid out for us as the norm. But to actually learn to step away from that norm, and I say norm and quoted, you know, fingers, quote, thingamajiggies, <laughs> you know, we've really bought into this story and to actually help women find that place in their heart to say, no, I am worthy of listening to my internal navigation of what I need. And it's not about the self-care taking bubble baths and going for walks it's about the way in which we honor ourselves and what we need and how we speak up and, and how we create boundaries how we say no um and what's stopping us from using that voice and following that guide so that's kind of in a nutshell <laughs> um how it how it's happened but you know I I am on this mission not a mission it's always been such a big purpose of my of mine to in this lifetime to to help women in this deep deep way mm. because it's the root of everything it's the root of business the root of family life root of just how you show up in this world mm. It's so important, the work that you do, it's 222 here, um, as I say this, because it is like, it really is, if we don't take care of the woman, 
then I really look like the world falls apart. Like we are the vessels of creation. And like so many of us have been like indoctrinated by the patriarchy of like, we need to go, 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 go. And that equals your worth. And I also think it's like so deeply entangled in what you're saying in like women have also fought for freedom, you know, and more rights. We've also fought for this for 150 thousands of years. And so there's this kind of like, I can, I know that this is in myself and, and I'd love you to speak on this is like, how do we find that balance of knowing that we get to have this power and we get to be powerful women and go after our dreams and create businesses, but also allow the softening. Because I think that that's at least in myself. And I notice this in my clients, this is where a big clash happens. Yes, and we are in such an incredible empowering time. Mm. I'm grateful for the history that has led us all to this point, but we've taken it to the extreme. Yeah. We've taken it to the extreme of because I am creating this business or I am whatever, whatever you're doing in your life, if, you know, whether you are creating a business or you're, you're a mom or whether you're working for someone else and being a mom or whether you're not a mom, any of it, we all have this energy about us that can be very adrenaline pumped. Mm. The energy around it is adrenaline and not so much safety. And I think this is where the tipping point comes to being so inspired and excited about all the options that women have in our life, but to feel like we have to compensate our own health because of it, because we, are we truly feeling worthy? Mm. Are we fully feeling worthy of being where we are is that a wound that has traveled into this lineage mm -hmm. so we have to do both don't we we have to appear strong and courageous and got our shit together and that has created a lot of burnout in women and um, most of my clients are women in business and they they're, they're in creating incredible things but it becomes a surprise. So, oh my God, I don't think I should be doing this anymore. I've fallen out in love with my business. Mm -hmm. I can't do all this. This negative inner chatter that is driving this exhaustion. Mm -hmm. So I feel it's the energy in which we interact with our life. Um, using an example of um, a client the other day who has just run a workshop. She's been giving out, you know, hell, holding the place, holding the space for women. And on the Monday, it was, okay, I'm going to have the day off and I'm going to spend some time with my mom that's here from, um, from New Zealand. So she voice noted me and said in the morning, oh, I'm sat behind my desk. Oh no, I shouldn't be doing this. It's just that I've got this workshop thing tomorrow and this needs to be done. And I was like, okay. Whoa, whoa, whoa. I said, that shame that's coming in, that you're feeling shame for working in your business. I said, that's, that's, let's look at that. Let's soften into that because you're doing what you want to do right now. It's not about what you're doing. It's 
the way in which you're doing that you're wanting to do this you love working in your business and then you have in the afternoon so that you can be mindful with your mom and go out for and go out for for lunch and be fully in it so from from the outside perspective it looks like oh she's working again she's burning herself out well no she's finding nourishment mm. that behind the desk doing something that she wants to do and then she's finding nourishment in a different way mm. she's switching roles and then she's going to be mom doing the school pickup like she's different roles different you know how we show up intentionally mm. because otherwise we have this internal dialogue I shouldn't be doing this this is too much I've got to do this 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 oh have I made the right decision doing this oh should I be doing that this and we all we all can really relate to that inner chatter of of questioning and doubting and shaming ourselves so my my answer to your question is how do we soften it's being led by that internal voice of okay what do I need how am I feeling and being led by that voice of okay I'm up at five o'clock I normally go to the gym to nourish my body but I want to have this soulful chat with Danielle Mm -hmm. so am I going to shame myself or am I going to really fully be in it and enjoy it you know which one is going to support me energy and which one is just going to drain me and question me and doubt myself Mm -hmm. we can we can do so much in our life, but it's the way in which we move through it mm. and honor ourselves of when there's a particular week or a month or a season in our life where we need to take things down a notch or two. We need other people to support us and for us to receive which is what you're very good at Danielle teaching and you're teaching me this mm-hmm. is to receive because the strength in being a woman is yes empowerment but it's receiving too mm-hmm. and asking to receive asking sometimes to we need to ask for the receivership right and it doesn't always come naturally but it's like we need to ask because we need to be activated in that space mm-hmm. to be able to level up for ourselves to be able to receive mm-hmm. because i know for myself it's like sometimes we're resentful when we don't receive but then we realize we've never asked to receive so mm-hmm. therefore it doesn't come but then the guilt comes up and all the things but i i just love what you said previously because that was so I think just just to bring that back it's not necessarily about what you do but the energy that you do it in and I very I so deeply resonate with that because you know if for example in my business there's those times as well when I would just be go 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 and be like I just need a week off but we know when we're an entrepreneur you know (laughs) like that's kind of hard sometimes right and then I got to a point where I was like, it's not that I, I, it's okay for me to want a week off, but it's what can I actually do in my day-to-day life that makes me not feel like I need to have a week off, right? Yeah. 
Uh, because I actually really love what I do, but I was just doing it in a way that was contractive to my energy, not expansive. And then I started to take away all the things didn't, that didn't feel good. And now I realize like I get energized by my work in so many ways. And if I don't get energized, I, how can I take it away so I can receive deeper in that expansive energy? And I think that's such an important point because like, we don't, it's not that we, because people are going to think I need to take care of myself. I need to take a week off and live at a spa. I'm like, yeah. I'm adding to the to-do list. Yeah. And this is a really important um, point that you've made. It's about weaving it in. It's mm-hmm. weaving it into our life that, you know, I do a lot of work with nervous system balancing. So, you know, at the start of a client's journey, I will send them like a quick technique for them to use on repeat when you wake up in the morning when you're doing your teeth these these ways of oh my goodness like I'm holding my first drink of the day like I'm doing right now and what's the temperature what does that feel like on my hands and mm-hmm. um, you know am I going to go for a walk to ground to receive from nature and not listen to anything and listen to the sounds instead of oh, I should be doing this, I've got this, 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 this. It's weaving in what, it's it's weaving in that energy mm. and really leaning into that being led by feelings of, okay, I'm feeling emotional today. What do I need to hold myself in this? And, you know, so many women like, okay, I need to take a week off. I need to go on a retreat. I need to completely switch off. But we can empower ourselves to do it all the time. And what can happen, Danielle, is the achiever mindset comes into taking care of ourselves. Mm. So an example of a client who um, I suggested, you know, she's got a Shakti map which has been really good for me to let my nervous system drop in to that um, rest and restore before I go to bed. So she's been like, oh, I've done six minutes. Oh, I've done, I've done eight minutes. And it was coming from that energy of achieving. Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay, let's take a step back that we're going on this map to nourish your body. Mm-hmm. Doesn't matter what time you're doing it on, we're doing it to nourish your body. And she's like, oh, that energy feels so different now. Mm. Instead of that achiever mindset, I've, I've got to go for the walk, I've got to move my body, I've got to <laughs> eat nutritious food because what happens is we're on this different form of the achiever mindset of we've got to take care of myself. I know that I need to take care of myself, but it, it's turning into tasks, mm-hmm. that enjoyment. It's... um morning routines well I have a morning routine I get up I do this da, 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 da. and I say to client do you feel into any of it do you get any nourishment from it or are you in your head thinking about the next thing and this is something to tick off so yes having a routine can be very very nourishing for us but does that change does that alter because we are moving we're fluid that this morning feels like this but day feels like this Mm. you know what does my heart need is it an extra hour in bed Mm. or is it just lying there listening to some music or is it sitting in silence or is it going to go and do movement really 
being navigated from that space, not the mind. It's like because intuition coming out and letting that guide yeah. us, right? Yeah, and this is the biggest, has been my biggest guide on this journey because there's times where, you know, okay, my body is capable of doing quite a lot. And other times, like at the moment, this flare-up, it's like my body's going, it's just it's repulsed by a lot of things it's that's my guidance of no 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 it doesn't want to do that it doesn't want to do that it needs it needs this and it needs that and I let my body talk and tell me and that has been one of the most beautiful gifts because I have this intuition that just she knows Mm. knows and I listen Mm. and if she doesn't want to do that then that is okay Mm you know, give her permission. Mm-hmm. And and I feel like when we're so busy, we don't actually ha- have time. We don't even hear our intuition, right? Because it's just go, 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 go. And some maybe we start to feel it. Like you probably knew before you hit burnout that you were edging on something, but we just push it away. It right? is. Mm. Terrifying. And, mm-hmm. and, and we like, we just push, 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 push. But once yeah. we start to just listen to it, and I think I love that, just that allowing of that weaving into your life, because it's so much more tangible for people, because I think, and also it allows integration to that, to be a lifestyle, instead of just saying, my solution is taking a week off of my life, which is beautiful at times of life, of course, but it, then do we actually know the tools of how to continue living? Because then we so probably- no escape yeah we don't want to escape our life and you know it's like meditation is such a nutritious thing but it's not the actual meditation that's important it's it's how we can weave from my favorite word that into the rest of our day not okay I'm done now and then jump straight into that adrenaline and something which is a really 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 important um, point to make is that we've had this armor We've had this protective mechanism of adrenaline and getting shit done. That one of the biggest fears of not living like that is really believing this story and buying into the story of, I'm not going to get anything done. Mm. How can I, how can I soften into my feminine and enjoyment and be mindful? But you know what, you know, there may be a story that, that, Dominique, right now, that sounds really nice, but I've got a lot of shit to do in my life and there's so much to do, okay? This is me and it's like, I hear you. I have two children, I have a business, I'm renovating, there's there's so much in my life, but I've got to start showing up for myself and taking responsibility. Mm. And I was asking and waiting. I wasn't asking, I was waiting for someone to give me permission to rest to justify me resting and it's like okay this burnout was a gift to take ownership to say you it's time for support it's time to ask to receive it's time to change things up Mm. that I'll never forget that moment just standing in the shower going I'm not running a business like this anymore I'm not running my life like this anymore it's taking over me who the hell am I Mm-hmm. that was a point of drawing the line in the sand and you know for relatability reasons like yesterday oh my body was just struggling I booked last minute acupuncture so just before 
I went in, I was like, okay, so I'll get back and I'll do my podcast. And I did, and I was like, hold on, whoa, whoa, whoa. So I lay there with the acupuncture I received. And I was so grateful. I felt it in my body that I have the lifestyle that I can just receive this, that I have the abundance, because Jane Danielle's um materialized course at the moment that I'm receiving that money is supporting me right now as I lay here and feel that nourishment of this moment that whatever I choose to do after, I'll choose to do. I'm not doing it from that place. Mm, I yeah. love that perspective. And that sudden reframe. Yeah, it's really, really like you can I mean like I can feel it as you're talking in my body and I would actually love in in bringing this up because this is something that I battled with you know when I first started well when I retired from sport I was exhausted Mm -hmm. I had no idea how to rest and I also had to and this is why I think as well as a caveat I think it's so important to be able to do the inner work you know whether working on your self-worth your shadows your inner child your self-belief because I see from my experience, a lot of women that I work with, they don't slow down because they're terrified of what's going to come up when they slow down, right? Because you lie yeah. down for an hour, all of your thoughts come up, all <laughs> of the not enoughs come up, right? And so that's why I think that's really important. And then you actually have the space when you do integrate that mm-hmm. to actually relax and have peace. Mm-hmm. But one of the things that I love to hear your perspective on this is around procrastination, because yeah. sometimes we think that Oh, if I rest, I'm just procrastinating my work. Yes. Oh, okay. I love this. Um, so what, what can happen is perhaps I use an example as work. So you're like, okay, I'm procrastinating on this, but I'm also really tired. Mm. Okay. So I'm going to sit here with my laptop. I've got Netflix on. My legs are up, so I'm resting. Oh, I'm just going to check my phone. Oh, I'll just watch TV. Oh. I'm doing okay this is productive isn't it like I'm, I'm getting all the things done I'm resting I'm working yeah I'm connecting with people on my phone okay very relatable because we've all been here um that when we are procrastinating there's reasons why okay go there mm. go there okay let's Let's be in all of it. Okay. Ask yourself, okay, why am I avoiding this job? Is it because I'm just tired and I'm not in that vibration? Okay. If that's the case, I need to sit. Perhaps I'm needing a rest. What what is it you're needing? Talk to yourself, Dominique. What is it you're needing here? Why? Where's the procrastination? Is it fear? Mm. Something? Or is it you're just actually tiredness and you're not in the headspace for it? Okay. And there's this story of, oh, well, resting isn't productive. So I can't do that. I'm going to sit behind my desk again or I'm going to sit and do this activity. Oh, no, but I just can't be bothered. I'm just tired or... Oh my goodness, if I do that, then I'm using my voice and what are people going to think of me? You know, there's there's so many reasons. So what, what I say is go there, ask, meet it there. And this is confronting. This takes time. 
to go there and be there. Gift yourself that time. Be gentle with yourself. We're meeting it with a place of love and compassion and not shaming yourself. We're getting curious about you. Why am I procrastinating? Or can you just repeat the question again, Danielle, just because it's my foggy mind? No, no, no. It's exactly what I was interested in is what is your perspective on procrastination? Yeah. Um, And also say a recent client, she was procrastinating because the task that she wanted to do was a big task. Mm. It was going to take a lot of her, you know, um, internal mind space. So she was doing lots of other jobs, okay? And the reason she was doing that wasn't that she didn't want to do the task, it was because she was wanting to get quick dopamine hits by getting other tasks done. She was after the dopamine, okay? So that was why she was procrastinating. And one, one thing I think is really important to, to come up here is about the nervous system, that we go from this adrenaline fight or flight. We're in chronic state. And we'll go, 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 do this, do this, do this, hundred things at once. And what happens is when we're in that state for a long period of time, we then switch into the, the burnout, the dorsal vagal state of our nervous system, which is where we've withdrawn, we're over life, we don't want to communicate with anyone, and um, we can feel numb. And um, this is where your heart rate goes down, blood pressure goes down. So we've got all the physiology of of say being in the restorative part but actually we completely burn out and we can flip between the two so there's a lot of procrastination that goes on there Mm. and it's going okay my nervous system is telling me it needs something right now Mm -hmm. and that is some stillness or it could be doing some body work like body tapping and moving the body um, because when we're withdrawn in the free state, we need to come back into our bodies. Mm. So it's not just about, okay, being calm and relaxed, which is where we want to be every day at nighttime. It's about, I want to feel this motivation and drive for life in the morning. Mm. Okay, so what does my nervous system need? It needs invigorating, not in an adrenaline pump way, but being with my body, connecting with it, body tapping, shaking, dancing, um, anything that feels good for you. So it's really important to weave in the nervous system and actually what it's doing, because you may feel like that there's something wrong that you're doing and you're procrastinating. But actually, let's just get into the body instead of the mind here of, okay, the nervous system is signaling, signaling to you it needs some support and balancing. Mm. So it's a really juicy topic because you could go in different. Mm. There's it's so much to dissect. It's so much. It's so, so important for women that yeah. are trying to integrate rest yeah. because they think it's procrastination, you know? Yes. And so it's working on that story of, okay, I feel that resting is procrastination. Okay. Why do I have that story? Because it's a story and it's perception look back into childhood did my mom rest did my dad rest did my caregivers rest did it feel safe for them to rest what stories did they have because you might just be on complete repeat Mm. of theirs and and you know I know this is the work that you do as well Danielle is 
there's a deeper reason why we can't. We all know, we all know on a logical level that rest is so important. So why why do we find it so challenging? And it's because of all the the programming that we've had, what we've seen. And it's a very real, that feeling that you feel of resistance is very real in you. And I validate that in you, that that is your realness. Like, let's look at your example, Danielle, is being an athlete. That is all that programming of push, 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 always on. Don't don't listen to your intuition. Like I remember the amount of times I'd be like heaved over in period cramps. I'd have to go and train or swim or standing on the world stage, like at training practice. And you're just like in so much pain from cramping, but you actually can't listen. So for me, it was like, you know, and and this is going to be similar for other women in different ways. It's like, don't listen to your internal wisdom. That's what I learned. We can't listen. And so it was like, revolutionary when I started to realize, oh, I can rest when I'm on my period. If I feel like it, I don't, I don't have to, but if I feel like it, I can, and that's okay. Right. Mm -hmm. And there's a lot of unlearning that so many of us have to do around this. So that's, that's a really important question to ask. Let's use your example as what did that feel like for you? The in-between stage. And I think it's really important to talk about the in-between stage because, oh, okay she's Danielle's gone from that to she's able to rest but that in-between stage is messy is so messy (laughs) so messy and I think it's really important to go there because we don't go from one extreme to another that it's an embodiment and sometimes you question it and self-sabotage it and fall over and be like oh no this isn't for me like no 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 so talking to that Danielle what was that like for you in that transition time? It was exactly what you said. It was messy. It was awkward. I would like, I I wouldn't, I would know that I had to do it, but the guilt that would come up would be so big for me. Um, And it was, you know, it was like years and years of of conditioning, but also I was fighting this, you know, I I think if I, one of, this is like a multiple reasons why I didn't go to Tokyo Olympics is like, I think if I kept going, I would have been like grounded like yourself, like at at complete the verge of like actually not being able to listen. And so I feel like I stepped away just before I kind of got more dangerous, which I'm proud of but it was so awkward resting. And that's when I moved to Bali as well. And so the good side of it is Bali has more of kind of that lifestyle. And so that created mm-hmm. space for that. But the hard mm-hmm. side of it was when I stepped away, I was also building a business. And so I was like, how do I rest and build a business? Cause it's not gonna show, it's not gonna grow if I don't grow. But then I realized I'm not gonna be able to build a business if I don't take care of myself. No, because we are so anchored down by, these stories we completely limit ourselves completely that you know we're feeling that we have to do it all alone and we do not connect with that other side of our world the spirit all of the energy that is wants us to succeed and help but if we don't learn these lessons I'm sorry but we want you to teach they want to teach you they want to teach you and it's we're so scared to go there, right? Aren't we? We're so scared to go to to there. And I always ask of myself, 
and of any anyone in my space is let's go there you know a client yesterday was talking about I'm scared of this bigness that I'm creating because I'm more in the public eye and I don't know if I can take the the other side of that and um the negative comments and and I said okay let's let's go there let's go there it's like you studied NLP you understand different perceptions and everyone has different perceptions based on their stories based on their memories based on everything that's brought them up to this point let's bring some neutrality in to say there's no good or bad here let's just go there you know we're so scared of going there in our mind that we build this resistance and it gets bigger and bigger that we never go there and we just we pull ourselves back and get our get in our own way and go I'm just going to stay safe here and of course the nervous system when I could go off on the topic here the nervous system wants to be safe your subconscious wants to be safe it's not going to put itself out there so we we have to really show up on this journey we really do when no one is going to do it for us and it's scary like I how how could I possibly go from all that adrenaline and pain and suffering to the other side how I have to meet it there I have to be with it. I have to have times where I'm crying on the bedroom floor. That was my first title of my podcast. Like, I have to. Mm. I have to. There's so much strength and courage in that. Mm. But we have to learn it. Mm -hmm. And then as well, like, I think this conversation about the nervous system too is we actually can only manifest to the level I think our, I believe our nervous system feels safe of holding. And so we will, we will block ourselves from receiving deeper levels of money, abundance, clients, growth, promotions, work, children, relationships, because we go, well, our mind goes, even though this isn't necessarily true and our nervous system goes, well, if I have 10 times more money, right? <laughs> and then I'm gonna have to do 10 times more work. And if I do 10 times more work, I'm going to be exhausted. So I'm just going to make sure that I don't, I don't do any more work. And so I don't get any more money. And so we stay in this like perpetual loop because we have, we don't realize that part of the deeper levels of manifesting is allowing safety in our nervous system to receive with more ease. Right. And, you know, and really, I think, you know, if you're listening to this and you think, okay, yes, this is, this is me, this is me. And you're wanting to start is just begin to just, Acknowledge those stories that are going on and repeat of, I can't do this, or that's okay for them, but not for me. Or, you know, I had one recently that I can't create financial, um, I can't be where I want to be in my business between school hours. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, just this, this, you know, me before acupuncture, well, I've got to do this podcast because I've got to send the email out. So that they receive the email a particular day. And I'm like, whoa, whoa, whoa. They're not staring at their inbox waiting. <laughs> right. Like, you know, hold right. on. Yeah. What story is going totally. on here? And really like, you know, with, with lots of love, just go, okay, this is a story. Oh, that's a story. Oh, that's their story. That's not my story. You know, start to just identify that. I think that it's a really great place to begin because let's see what stories you're telling yourself and what why it is you feel so unsafe mm. 
And then something I love, I love, love, love to ask any women in my space is hands over your heart every single day, as often as you can when you're really going through it. Okay, how am I feeling? What do I need to support myself? How am I feeling? You know, that's self-soothing. I'm okay, I'm safe right now. What do I need? That is such, has been such a beautiful gift to me. And it's everything. And asking it like with truth, like not like, you know, where's like, how you going? Like, how you doing? Like, <laughs> how are you? Yeah. Right? The sensations and the feelings and the, what's my body telling me? Because the mind's always got a story. And, you know, with the nervous system, 80% of the nerves feed from your body to your mind and only 20% from your mind to your body so listen to your body what's your body saying are you closed off are you heart pulp you know heart pounding is there tightness in your chest oh god have I breath have I taken a breath today what story am I attaching to what does this feel like this sensation oh okay let's be with it Oh, I'm safe. Let it unravel. Let it guide you. Mm. It's there for you. Mm. It's not there trying to run after you and kill you. It's, ah, oh, she's always there. She's always has been. Mm. And sometimes she must be going, oh my goodness, what can I do to, to grab her attention? Oh, okay. You're, I'm going to make sure that your immune system's down. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so right. You have to sit. Yeah. Oh my goodness, you've just tripped over that thing and now you can't walk. Yeah. <laughs> I'm trying to get you to rest. You know, those yeah. little, like, yeah, sometimes subtle but not subtle hints. It's, yeah, our our body will force us down, right? Like you know the amount. Like it's actually it's a it's a it's a known thing that after Olympians are finished competing, they get sick. Like yeah, it's it, 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 it's everyone gets sick. I got sick. Like literally really? everybody because your your body's also amazing because it keeps fighting for you as long as it can and it was fascinating to see like i never saw an olympian that got sick before they performed but like the day after or the week after because finally you're at such a high level that finally you can rest and so like when we come back from the olympics or come back from a major competition you're like okay cool i'm gonna be sick and it's like when people go on holiday and they're like, yeah. their body gets that chance to rest. And they're like, oh my God, I'm ill. And like, yeah, because you've been running on adrenaline yeah. this whole time. Yeah. And it's like, okay, what, what do we, what can we create in our life? Weave it in so that we're not getting to this point every single time. Mm. Like, how, you know, for goodness sake, I was a mobile PT. <laughs> and all of a sudden I can't walk. And even clients were telling me, oh, I'll, I'll, you just sit there. You sit there on the sofa because I did it in their homes. You just tell me what to do because they didn't want me to quit. They didn't, they didn't want me to release the PT. They wanted me yeah. still in their life. And I was like, no, like, no, this, 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 this is a big sign here to say this isn't aligned with me anymore. Yeah. No, like, I couldn't have been louder. Yeah, yeah. 
and your body, your body will, I've, I've seen this with so many women, so many clients, if you do not listen, your body will force you down. Like it yeah. will, something will happen. And, and obviously we don't want that to happen for women. And so it's like, let's listen beforehand because mm-hmm. if you, it, it like it's, it will happen. You will get chronic fatigue. You will get very sick. You will get, you know, like last year I got COVID at the end of like when I was <laughs> like this big, big push period, right? Because of my, and and so something will happen, but if we listen before, we can actually navigate those things in our life, just like you said, and create that weaving to actually live a much more holistic life. And I think that feels tangible for people because just like you said, it can feel really overwhelming to say, oh, well, I need to, I need to clear my schedule. I need to totally change my mm-hmm. life. Around. And like, maybe sometimes you do need to do that. But a lot of the times probably just like you, you mm-hmm. share, like you just need to do more tangible things every day in a way that's really accessible for you. Yeah, and and really, you know, notice the energy in which you show up and and why you're doing things. And I think, you know, self-care and self-love are very different and they get used similar in in the same thing, but they're very different that self-care is the cherry on top, but the self-love is how we're showing up for ourselves and listening to ourselves. And sometimes, my loves, it's being with those emotions and letting them go that's what I did this weekend like the the tears that came you know to be that hot mess to to really see our full humanness of we don't have to wear this armor of I've got my shit together Mm. I'm a woman I've got my shit together no I'm a woman and I have so many different sides to me Mm -hmm. let's celebrate all of them the the side of you that is that is feeling like her life's falling apart to the side of you that feels so empowered and excited and invigorated and could do anything in the world. Mm. Those two sides exist. Mm. Can we unite them and weave them together and let them be in both spaces without thinking that we are broken and need to be fixed? Mm. That we are living this human experience. Mm. And it's, I think you know, I was, I had another question to ask and it's, you kind of touched on it, but you know, one of the things for me is move to Bali, you know, I'm living in Ubud, like yoga, it's feminine capital of the world. Like people don't run on any schedule there. It's beautiful. But also when I realized it's like, also nothing gets done in Ubud. It's very fascinating because people are like, I'll meet you when I meet you. And so it's a fascinating place to be in because it actually showed me the polarity of if we're only ever in our feminine and have absolutely no masculine, then, you know, nothing like we, we need the balance. And that, you know, that's kind of like the point. And so many of us, for us, it's healing our feminine, but I found for myself for a while, I was rejecting my masculine, like, oh, I'm just going to be only in my feminine. And so I feel like in the past year, it's been like, no, how the masculine is a beautiful thing. Like it helps me integrate. Like if I didn't have some systems and structures in my life, like that would be more anxiety driving, driving, right? And so how like have you or with your clients, how have you developed kind of a relationship with the healthy masculine on the other side of doing all this nourishing? Well, uh, such a, a beautiful question. And, I, and it, it comes down to, okay, what relationship and how do I see the divine masculine? That there's different versions of it. There's this empowering, centered, connected, grounded I'm getting I'm getting it done 
and it feels good and it feels juicy and it feels yummy to oh god i've got to keep up i've got to go do this 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 is where this comes in and it's it's a story in a wound that we're playing on that what what have we seen what do we think the divine masculine is how do we see it how do we feel into the energy what have what what have we seen in our past so my dad was he was in coping mechanism running his own business and having a wife and four kids and the wife just just not being able to cope so his was like a very adrenaline pumped could not sit still lots of anxiety driven so that was kind of my role modeling of what I thought masculine was mm. yeah so it was going there and and actually questioning that mm. and I suppose seeing seeing him as an adult now of oh I didn't see that as a child that was just the norm oh, okay that's not a healthy way of doing things that's not that's not a, a divine connected grounded feet in the ground rooted strong courageous I mean that's how I kind of see it that's whereas and then I I didn't have (laughs) I didn't have the feminine Mm. I mean I know I know you know feminine and and masculine come you know we we all have elements of it but I didn't actually have either Mm. it's been a huge journey just looking at it now I did not have either of them that I didn't have someone that that was soft and could hold that space and could guide me and show me that the safety in connecting to your heart and listening to your emotions and um honoring that part of you that is so strong but so soft and to receive so it's been a huge journey mm. huge and something that I am really so focused on in helping my children see both of mums creating this business and mum is resting and so that is probably my journey of embodiment and learning where the wounds were and going there and oh this just feels uncomfortable like am I going to get anything done and oh what does that mean if I don't get anything done and you know really and, it, and even Danielle playing with that in my business, because sometimes I can go to the extreme feminine and I'm like, well, they need that divine masculine to mm. come in. Mm. So, um, so, you know, I'm, I'm still learning on that, Danielle. I'm still embodying that. And I think what's important is, and it's probably the same with you, is that we acknowledge when we're in that contrast Mm. But we have the tools and awareness of going, oh, okay, I saw that. Mm. That was playing from that wound. Yeah. And the awareness of finding, I don't think that we're ever going to be perfectly balanced. I think we're just adjusting balance, right? In our life. Like, yeah. And I think it's really important. That's such an important, and this is why I say there is no possible way that we achieve external balance. Sometimes in our life, our business needs more of us. Sometimes our children need more of us. Sometimes our friendship needs more of us. Yeah, you know, it's about going. You know what? That is okay. Mm. That I've not connected with myself this week. Okay, things have been really loud external. Okay, mm. let's bring it back. 
I think the internal balance is constantly having that awareness and that intuition and that knowing um, that's internal balance. But I love the phrase that the Buddhists use is, is equanimity of getting to that point that no matter what's going on in our life, good or bad, we're neutral. Mm. We're not flying off and being reactive. It's like, oh, that thing happened. That was intense. Okay, let's come back. Mm. How do I want to interact with it? Mm. Okay. Mm. Oh, that that's incredible. That's exciting. That's invigorating. I'm really, and it's not about numbing out to the feelings, but being able to come back and be grounded in it. Mm. That it's not who I am. I'm not attached to it as it's validating me that mm. this is exciting. I've manifested this. This is incredible, but it's not who I am to the root of me. Mm. It doesn't sway me and knock me and, you know, use that tree analogy of your roots so strong and you may be swaying with either excitement or despair of what's just happened, but you're rooted. You come back to that center. That's internal balance. Mm because we can't control what happens externally, but we can control how we interact with it. Absolutely. And when, we, when we've when we snapped a branch and gone, oh, yeah, okay. Mm. Snap the branch, come back, mm. you know? Yeah. And I, I see this, like I've seen this with myself and with women, it's like to find that balance. I find if we're on, at least this was with me, if we're on one extreme, then we, then we go to the other extreme. If we're in the extreme masculine, mm-hmm. then we go into the extreme feminine. And then we kind of recalibrate, like for a tangible example, because my life was so scheduled being an athlete, like I was told, like mm-hmm. when I need to be every 15 minutes, when I started running a business, I was like, I'm never having a calendar. I'm not doing, putting anything on a calendar. And then I realized I had all these things going on and it was actually so overwhelming for my mind that it would it actually helps me and so now like i i live i live by my calendar because i have blocks of things that i have to show up for and then i have so much freedom in between but i found the feminine in me that just wanted to be totally free that actually led me to having more anxiety so the small structures of like oh let's just put a couple things in here so you can take it off your brain and onto there and then in those spaces you have so much flow like that's created expansion for me but that took me a while because i went one extreme to the other and then i now i've like found my balance right and i think that that's in this healing journey that's kind of what happens it's like we spring and then we kind of recalibrate in the middle right yeah and see yourself as this playful soul experimenting they're going oh my goodness i just went to the extreme then that does not feel great yeah. oh my goodness i just i'm really kind of you know i always used to look i i always love this visual i use in in meditation <clears throat> meditation is just the way i channel for people and it's being in this this is how i see myself my voice has gone croaky <clears throat> is i'm in this garden barefooted and this beautiful water fountain and I'm surrounded by my guides and it's such a playful space and it gives me permission to show up exactly how I am and oh this feels good or this isn't working oh this is you know the bring back the playfulness in life of does it have to be so serious that you know if I fall over and start rolling around on the grass you know it's okay that the the earth's got me Mother Earth is there to support me and to show me. And let's bring some playfulness of, oh my God, I just shouted at my kids. Like, that wasn't great. And okay, you know, there's that kind of like that energy of, okay, perhaps 
I need to take things back or two, perhaps, you know, and and be playful with it and you know, talk on it. Oh, you know, I'm I, I just lost my shit. You know, like I'm a human being and I'm gonna fall and I'm gonna flow and I'm going to run and I'm gonna sprint sometimes. Just let her just express. Mm-hmm. An experiment. We're yeah. imperfectly perfect, right? No. Like there's there is no Just perfect. Around. Just yeah. yeah, we're like, okay, this is me. Yeah. This yeah. Me. Um, and because I'm a coach, that like, does not mean I've got all my shit together. And yeah. you know, that's why I started my podcast, Danielle, to have these real conversations. Like, let's let's be real. Yeah. Absolutely. I think you said, I think I sent out an email and then you were, you responded to one of them. I don't know if a link was broken or I said something mm. incorrect. And then I, I think I I remember I replied to you and I was like, I whoops, that. made a mistake, permission, permission to be human, human, right? <laughs> like we all make mistakes no matter what level you are in life or in business. And it's, I think the most beautiful thing is when we just have the ability to own that, right? And then people are like, oh, okay, that's no problem. Like we're happy to deal with that when we have the ability to own that within ourselves and then continue on with our lives. And it creates this softness um, for others to go, oh my God, yeah, I just messed up. Oh yeah, that's so true for me. Like these these thoughts that we can have in these stories, they're not unique to us as well, but the mind comes up, oh, okay. Someone else feels quite vulnerable and unsure of themselves. Someone else does, but it just, it stays in our minds. And we think that we're broken, that everyone feels these vulnerabilities and, you know, this humanness. And it made me relate to you more because it's like, OK, Danielle's created this incredible business, but mistakes happen. And, you know, we, we just giggle about it. And, you know, it came for me as a space of just letting you know, because I know what it's like when you links and things don't work. Yeah. It's kind of annoying. Like, yeah. You know, like let's just have fun with this and let's even in those contrast terms that we all need just just be with yourself Mm. be with yourself Mm. and that you're safe and loved I love this conversation at like it's been so juicy and I cannot wait for yeah everyone to listen and I just think that everyone's going to get some beautiful nuggets from this before we go is there anything left that you would like to share Oh, you know how much I can talk. I think what I'm kind of feeling right now is just if you listen to this, wherever you are, if you can, just hands over your heart and just feel into that safety. And I know that can, there can be resistance there. And I know that you don't always feel her there. Or that you may feel so far away from her, but she's there and you're held, supported and so, so loved. Okay. Mm. Always there, no matter what. Love all of you thank you so much you are a gift to the world thank you darling where can people find you where can people be in your energy I know you have a podcast as well yeah so it's only early stages of the podcast but um oh I'm always 
coming up with lots of things to be honest so I do most of my connection on Instagram if I send Danielle the link um and I'll send the the link in my bio because I've always got things coming up I do membership I do voice coaching um there's lots of my meditation shop there's there's just lots of juiciness and yumminess and I'm very much in the energy of stopping getting in my own way mm. <laughs> this year so there's lots coming up so and DM me, tell me, I love going on podcasts and hearing DMs of what you get from this, because sometimes you feel like it goes out into the world. Yeah. So send me DMs, share with me what's going on for you. You'll get a yummy voice note from me anyway. So um, I'd love to hear from you. Connect with me, share me what's going on for you. Mm. Share it all. Mm -hmm. let's like give praise to all the people that deserve it like it's I think we it's so underrated like we need to do it more how beautiful it is to share how someone impacted us and so I know that mm -hmm. I always make it an intention doing that I actually randomly there's a podcast I listened to about a month ago and what this lady said was ruminating in my mind for mm -hmm. and it and it, it then I randomly last week, I just reached out to her. We'd never had a conversation before. I, I just said, you know what you said really impacted me. And I wanted you to know, because you never know the person on the other side, you don't know what they're going through that day. And that could be the reminder that they needed to just change their day. And also the importance of what we are creating here um, in our work. For me, it's that ripple effect that is the most impactful thing is the ripple effect of someone has taken something from it and used it or, or shared it with someone else and it's it's helped them so much that that's the beauty and the yumminess in the work that we do mm -hmm. I it's a word, but that's, that's I, love it. It. I love it when you say yummy <laughs> so if you guys have loved this podcast please send Dominique a message um, so that she can feel it. And I just want to really take a moment of gratitude for you waking up early to be here with me today and having this conversation out into the world. Please give her a follow and I hope everyone here has a beautiful day. Welcome to the other side, beautiful souls. I so deeply appreciate you spending this time with me. My intention with this podcast is to uplift, love on, and inspire you and align my actions with this intention. But as with everything in the world of personal and spiritual development, take what feels good for you and leave the rest. As a white, able-bodied, cisgender woman, the perspectives I share here are inherently affected by my privileges. I'm actively invested in learning how to elevate and support lived experiences beyond my own, and I'm always open to and grateful for your feedback. I am listening. No matter who you are, where you're from, or where you're going, I see you, I love you, and you matter. So thank you for listening, beautiful souls, and I'll see you next time. <laughs>